everybody, welcome to episode 81 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. This almost didn't happen. Go. I'm your other host, Paul Robinson, and I saved the day. Mm-hmm. That being Sunday. Well, for now. For now. <laughs> so let's just start off with it, right? Let's talk about data protection, shall we? <laughs> so um, just a, so here's the thing. I, uh, is there like, are we going to talk about like tech condoms? Yeah. Yep. Tech condoms. So I have TCs. I have, um, hard drives in my computer, right? I'm running a windows machine. I have hard drives in that computer and I fired it up. What was it yesterday? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, it didn't recognize any of my drives all gone. Great. Uh, except for the uh, drive that the operating system's on, obviously. And the edit drive that I have. So I have one SSD, what I use to edit on, and then I have two other drives which are set up in RAIDs, so which are redundant for protection because, you know, uh, I want to be safe. And so it didn't recognize my RAID drives, and I'm like, WTF, I'm checking all the connections. I'm... So what's the point of having the RAIDs? If... Well, exactly. If that so I'm checking all my connections, I'm taking the drives out, putting them in other things just to see if they work, and... I just couldn't get these drives to read. I even had um, the engineering department at my job uh, kind of walk me through some ways to look at it. And it turns out the file, the, the drives. Perry. Yeah. Perry. <laughs> thank you, Perry. Um, turns out the drives are just jacked up, you know, uh, for some reason. I don't, I don't know. They're just not well, working. The, the, All four the drives. The consensus was that it's it's statistically impossible right for all for four, all four drives, drives to crash to crash and however while, while they didn't necessarily crash all the data still on there and i was able to extract some of it um you know and i'm not a very tech person i know a little bit i can get by as they say um so i was able to um extract it's interesting that you say that, that you're not data. really a tech person yet you make a habit of building computers well, I can't afford to buy pre-made ones. Okay, but if, as someone who's self-proclaimed not tech person, yeah, why the hell well, would you start building computers? Because that's the only way they'll be able to edit. This might explain why we go through computers every three years. Yeah, well, <laughs> it kind of raises the uh, the 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 point of buying a computer that is pre-made or something. Anyway, so I turns out all f- so there must have been something in the the raid configuration or you know something maybe I, I don't know i don't know what it is i have no idea but I, i'm still able to i used third-party software was able to get my data back sort of even though tried to start this podcast and some of the audition files were corrupted mm-hmm. um so luckily i had saved some in dropbox and i start i may start utilizing dropbox more for like my backup, one of my backup solutions. I'm going to buy another backup solution. Um, but then I also want to start using um, Dropbox as a dr- backup for like program files and stuff like that, possibly that. Because um, uh, I have two terabytes of storage, so I might as well utilize it, you know. I just can't anymore with this. Yeah. So, so if you that don't was hear fun. From so I spent the whole day week, yesterday. We didn't fix it. Yeah. If I spent the whole day yesterday trying to figure out everything, get these drives going. And, you know, meanwhile, I'm still in the middle of color grading. And uh, yeah. it's just a nightmare. It's just an absolute nightmare, I say. Well, you were ready to drive to Yonkers. Yeah. So we live about like, an hour from Yonkers. I was like, hey, 
Is there that, any chance Best Buy has this? And you're like, no, let I, me check. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, no way. Let me check. Best Buy has two drives. And anybody who's ordered stuff online or, you know, it, it could say that there's four of something and then you get there and they're like, no, we haven't had that for 30 years. Yeah. Um, so it was like this, we were running out of time because we had to be back home by a certain time. So mm -hmm. it was like, if we go there and they actually don't have it, then that threw us a half an hour off of having to now head to Yonkers anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, if I buy it, because you can pick stuff up at the store. Yep. If I buy it and it lets me buy it, then chances are it's, it's got to be in stock. Yeah. Not not impossible that that it couldn't be that we would get all the way there and they'd be like, "Our bad, here's a $10 credit." Yeah. <laughs> for your troubles. Then I'd have to go to Yonkers anyway. Um, but so we were like kind of we drove there with our our asses clenched the whole time mm -hmm. just hoping when we got there that they'd actually be there. Yeah. And um they were. They were. So we saved like almost 2 hours worth of driving. Yeah. Thank God. Best Buy came through. Yeah, unbelievable. We took their last two four terabyte drives, hey, though. That's not our fault. You should yeah. restock your shit, okay? Yeah. Um, and so now, uh, yesterday I recovered a bunch of da data. Today I'll try some more. Now, then I have to go through everything and make sure none of it's corrupt. And it started adding these weird things on the file names where there's like a period in front of it. And it's just like, it's just a nightmare. It's just an absolute nightmare. Mind you, we are two weekends away exactly from screening the film for the cast and crew and for some of our um, um, donators. Mm -hmm. And so I'm having a mild coronary because yeah. I'm like, is this going to actually be able to happen? Yeah. I already have snow to contest with. Every time we have a plan, it's like snowstorm anytime yep. it's winter. Um, but now this happens. So I was like, great. That's great. No, yeah. no, really, it's cool. It's great. And right now we're kind of flying um, um, out there. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm I have to order a backup solution, which I currently don't have. So right now, all the data we have has no backup to it. So it's great. I mean, that I have all like a the, wildly responsible thing I to have, do. Well, there's I have no option. There's you know, unless you know what what else am I going to do? Get something to back it up on. Wh where onto a device? Uh, I don't. I, I don't have any. But you should have had one. Yeah. Well, I did. I had a RAID system set up, <laughs> and it was not working. But um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to order that today, come by Tuesday. And then... Uh, Do you know how many things can go wrong between now and Tuesday? Probably about 18, mm -hmm. 18, 19 things. Um, so back up your shit, people. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. A raid, raid went and all the drive... And, and the, here's the, th the weird thing is that the drives still turn on and I can see the data in there. So are the drives really broken or did they just get... Is did the raid just get messed up and the drives are fine? You know, I don't know. So it appear that the computer's just not happy with them or something. Yeah. So what I would have to do once I get all the data off and I make sure it's good, then I have to good. Good. clean all the, you know, format the, the drives and see if they read. And, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. Backup solutions are expansive. Yeah, but that's that's a whole other issue. Yeah. It's just going to get into a whole issue because to me, expensive and less expensive means like thousands of dollars. It's necessary. Yeah. Right. Because well, what's the all, point of having, of dollars exactly, that's what I'm saying. Unless it's thousands of dollars, you're like, listen, the only way to back this up is going to cost $2,000. Like, well, we're just going to have to risk it. But, you know, yeah. I don't know. It just, I don't understand how, but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I, I have all the, the footage, right? I always have a back of the footage and I just, I put that away. It's on an external drive. We're good. So I, ha I have, I always have a backup copy yeah, of the Yeah, but you know footage. how much stuff is on your computer? Mm -hmm. Like things, stuff for the show, mm -hmm. everything, everything. 
Yeah, I know. I'm having to recover all of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but if you had a backup, then yeah. it'd be less scary. Well, I did, and it? So uh, I'm not going to use Raid anymore for backups. <laughs> this is certainly not a promotion for them. No. Uh, but so, yeah, that's that. That's that. And I've been color grading, and I actually started to... Um, understand color grading a little bit more mm-hmm. finally mm-hmm. had that moment where i was like all right it, it looks about good two months looks good on my computer looks good on the phone and looks pretty good on the tv as well so um and what i found out it's all about contrast control you know so many um people make the mistake of uh taking an image and saying here's the brightest part of the image let me clip it to the top here's the d- darkest part of the image let me bring it right down to zero and then that's your whole range. Here's the sky. That's at 100. Here's the, well, or whatever, 1023, whatever program you're in. That's the hot, brightest thing. And here's the shadow. That's the darkest thing. And that's just not how life works. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. And not that I was necessarily doing that. I was just trying to find, I was... A happy medium. Yeah, a happy medium. And um, finding, so I don't know. So all this back and forth and learning, I've definitely learned a lot, but I think I've gotten to a place now where I can kind of grade comfortably hmm. um, that it will look good, good on thing, you have most two weeks. things. Yeah. Two weeks. Two before. weeks. Um, so, you know, just watch, watch your contrast. It's not always good to have a, a lot of contrast. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. So um, we managed to squeeze stuff in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, it wasn't easy, mm-hmm. but we got some stuff in because we, you know, there are, there are times that we miss stuff that comes out and we have to, as you'll see here, I guess, rather than see, then we have to review it however many months or a year later, we're super late to the game on stuff. Mm -hmm. There's still things that we're going to be reviewing that probably came out a year and a half ago that I haven't even gotten to yet. (laughs) Whatever. Um, It's impossible with day jobs to keep up with everything as it comes out. We would have to literally just watch things constantly to be up to date on everything. So we got lives, people. We have to sometimes prioritize things we really, really want to see. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that we'll review when they come out or close to that time. Yes. So um, one of the things that we're going to be talking about today is a documentary. I love documentaries. And um, I kind of had to force you into this one. Mm. A, because it's a documentary and you're not, you, you just naturally resist them. And then B, because of the subject. And you're like, oh, I don't know. And I was, because I didn't even know. This was a tough one. And um, so I had seen, I don't know, a couple weeks before Christmas, a trailer for Netflix's, Netflix's Don't Fuck With Cats. Yeah. Um, If you are, I didn't think I'd be reviewing this because I was like, I'm not going to watch this. This, I I can't. I already knew the case, um, this, um, this was about the uh, the magnetic case a couple years back. I've I never had, heard of it. Of course, I have because I, I'm a twisted individual. Um, I've had a, <laughs> had a couple people say, "Like, why do you know all these things?" Well, first of all, it's I mean everything's splattered all over Facebook and stuff, and mm-hmm. you see those things. But I have a natural morbid curiosity, which lots of people have. Right. And um, I did. I did like actually want to be in forensics. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I took psychology and all that stuff in an attempt to do that. And then I didn't get into this very good school that I knew I wouldn't get into anyway. And then forensic photography became a thing of the past. And apparently the cops were doing it now and they yeah. didn't act, actually have forensic f- photographers anymore. Nope. So I was like, all right, that's gone. And um, psychology 
forensic psychology was just just way too much like science and math and shit that I was going to fail. And I didn't want to be an undertaker. So I was like, I'll just keep this as this weird. Did you want to be the undertaker? Well, no, there's only one undertaker. Right. Like there's only one Highlander. There's only one undertaker. So there's, um, I can be the undertake, undertakeress. Undertakeress. (laughs) So um, I was like, I'll just have this morbid curiosity with this stuff and follow disgusting pages and all that. Um, and so I had seen the, the, the case and I'm not even gonna give his full name cause I don't want to give him any fucking credit. Mm. But, um, if you watch the film, you'll know what's going, you can look into the case more. And so when this came out, I was like, all right, I totally know where this is going. Mm-hmm. And like many people, I can view some incredibly terrible things when it's human beings. Mm-hmm. I've seen car crashes, gunshots to the face. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the most obscene things. And I can just go like, yep, seen that and move on with my life. If it's an animal, I have a problem and I can't handle it. So this case, I didn't, I didn't go too deep into this case when it came out because I knew it all started with these videos that this guy had made of him essentially killing cats. Mm. And I was like, I'm not fucking watching that because yeah. I won't emotionally recover. And no. And then it followed with um, a murder of a mm-hmm. human being. Yeah. Which I also did not see. I've seen stuff similar to that. Uh, I didn't see this particular video, <clears throat> but the the thing that fascinated me was that the documentary really wasn't supposed to be about what he did, but how he got caught. Right. And that's how, how you pitched it to me because I was like, nope, not watching that. Yeah. And so and like, no, I, no, didn't, it's more about I the... didn't want to watch it first. I had Perry watch it first. And I was <laughs> like, you watch that and tell me. And uh, he kind of lied. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, no, that's not bad. You could watch it." I said, "They don't really show it." Da, da, da. But to me, the the my issue with this, if you're sensitive to it, and here's what you're going to have to do this because they keep showing the same clip over and over and over and over again. When you see that clip, when you see that they're about to set that clip up, just look away mm-hmm. and kind of close your ears. Maybe watch it with somebody who's not as sensitive who can tap you and be when like, "All over. right, it's over." Um, true, they don't show what he actually does. But to me, what they do show is just as bad because it's the foreshadowing to what's about to happen. So every time he picks up this kitten and it meows, I know what's about to happen to this kitten. And that is just as bad as showing it. There's a scene where they show the aftermath that Mm -hmm. would probably bother a lot of people. That doesn't bother me Mm -hmm. because I work at a vet. Sure. And I'm used to seeing dead animals and we do unfortunately have to deal with euthanasia. And so mm-hmm. once the cat's gone, I'm like, the suffering's over. I, I mean, I'm not like, yay, but it's like, I can see a dead cat or a dead kitten and not be affected. But it was seeing the cat alive going like, you have no happen. idea what's about to happen. Yeah. Oh my God. That I couldn't watch. And they had, they kept showing that scene, like that clip. It was like, enough. We get it. We get what he did. Stop it. So it... it I was on the fence because the documentary was so well made and it was so interesting. It kept mm. you on the edge of your seat. But that fucking clip that they kept showing, it was like, can you stop? Yeah. Can you stop with that already? Um, so I'll say if you're very sensitive, you probably won't be able to. If that bothers you, not that, you know, they don't show it, but just knowing that it's just a clip of them holding the kitten is just like, oh, so that was kind of tough. I had to put my big girl pants on and be like, all right, so she you can get through this. Mm-hmm. But it was worth the watch for me. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, <laughs> you know. I thought it was really interesting. I wouldn't watch it again. Well, I don't watch most yeah. documentaries twice, um, except for The Keepers. 
and uh, Making a Murderer. Those are the only two that I've watched. Yeah, twice. it was it was definitely interesting and well produced and shot and everything. And um, what's interesting about it is how they deal with um, because basically an online community came together to kind of figure out who this they sleuthed it. Yeah, and so they went to the they Carmen San Diego the yeah, shit out of this case, and they went case. to the police a bunch of times. The mm-hmm. police kind of. Um, disregarded them mm-hmm. and it's easy for us to say now like what the fuck they said that and blah 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 but then you got to wonder how many times does that happen where it's just crazy people on the internet there's so many crazy people on the internet there's lots of crazy stuff that goes on on the internet you know so i don't know i think the police should have looked into it more but you know i don't i don't know this i don't know the the specifics of how like many times the cops have to deal with people on the internet saying something bad's going to happen or whatever. I don't know if that's like a lot or not, you know what I mean? Like for them to take it seriously. I, yeah. I, I feel like the police department and I'm, I'm just, this is not of all police departments, but in general, it's, it's not a lot of times I feel like they don't have, a, they don't lend a lot of credibility to what's online. Yeah. You know? And rightfully so. I mean, there's just tons of but bullshit think- online, but you know, when you're dealing with stuff that look, this is this is what happened. You know, they if have they had video approached them stuff. and said there's a rumor of a video. Yeah. Then I, I could see as a police department being like, I can't I don't know. What, you know he, did I, he break, you know, I can't yeah. do anything with that. But when you're coming to a detective or whatever and you're saying, here's the video, it's all over the Internet. Um, and knowing uh, what we do know biologically about how psych psychotic individuals and and serial killers work it should have been looked into because this is an obvious sign and uh you know but then i you know i don't know i i i'm not sure if they're looking at it as a well what if this is a stunt and it looks like it's real there's lots of things on the internet that look like they're real and they're not yep so i don't know yeah. i mean they don't there we we have documentaries of police departments not looking into actual murders yeah. of people with, with bodies that have been produced so yeah. i i there was no part of me that thought the police department was going to be like oh my god yeah. let's look into this but the sleuthing was so crazy you know you'd, you'd have a picture of somebody on a balcony and then they would they would then <laughs> figure out where the, exactly <laughs> where that was and it's like geez and they're like going on google maps and just w- walking down streets and looking for things and yeah. it's like pretty crazy yeah it's like the, on the one hand you're like wow that's awesome that they did that and then the other hand you're like you really need to get out there more into the world because this takes up so much of your well, it's time scary that like you you can do that now like yeah. you know you i mean take a picture you've and people been doing can it, find you very easily they've been doing it forever but you know um or it's you know it's something that's been we've been capable of doing forever but you know it's just to see it like on that scale for me what was interesting was learning about i guess like this sort of um fingerprinting that oh the images photos and yeah. images have you know the i look it, the average person isn't figuring this out first of all one of the people that one of the main people that they had interviewed i don't remember the woman's name she works in tech. She's yeah, like a yeah. big tech nerd. So that this is something that she knew how to extract the data from them. an image yeah. and stuff. Yeah. The average person isn't going to know how to find yeah, this but that, type well, of thing. But no, maybe not your average person. But if you're the least bit savvy and can run programs, then hence she, why I said the average person. Yeah. <laughs> the average person doesn't know how to run programs and stuff like that. Yeah. So they're not going to think to be able to do something like that. They did because they. Th- this is their job. I don't know what the other guy did for a living. 
I don't remember. Wasn't I mean, like it had to be something, something like that. Like was like... I don't know. I don't know if he was an amateur private eye, but yeah. either way, they they had the, the the wherewithal to be able to do this stuff, and they had the and they spent years and years on this case, and they never even met each other in real life. Was it years? I think so. Yeah, it was like two years. Oh, two, yeah, but years and years. I think of like many years, yeah. but years, they, year and year. They spent <laughs> months and months. <laughs> they spent quite a lot of time uh, just sort of engulfed if you will mm. in in this case and finding this guy and it's just so bizarre and the denial on his mother's part was um, yeah. was just it was amusing it, yeah. it was amusing at one point because just, it was just it was like sad. wow really so i i would recommend it but with caution it's a tough one because if somebody had said to me you have to watch this it's so good and i didn't know what was happening and i hadn't seen the trailer i'd be like what the fuck did you just recommend to me i, I, I also think that. that they could have definitely made it more palatable they could you know yeah they could with the you know as just we all tone know, edit, that shit back like we know, didn't right i get like showing it maybe once to be like oh my god this guy's a monster yes. blah blah to get to really you know hammer that point home but you know it's like come on it's like we saw it already they showed the scene probably 20 times or something yeah i'd say like maybe 12 to 15 times they kept coming back to that scene and as soon as i would see the the footage, you know, because it's a home video, which mm-hmm. looks so different, obviously, from the rest of it. As soon as I would see that weird grading, I was like, nope. I just, I would and that's turn the thing, my you know, face. This, this person did these home videos, which, and put them online, but it's like, what camera are you using? I think phones, probably. Yeah, but even so, even it's so, not yeah. even like HD. It's like. Well, I think it, it looked like it looked he was like maybe a using a camcorder. From, yeah. yeah, from the 80s and or then, something. And it was like only a couple years ago. So it's like, did you go out of your way to get a camera that was Possibly, like not, yeah, possibly not high quality, so you couldn't see. I mean, you're not dealing with somebody who has a functioning mind here. Yeah, the guy is crazy. So it's not like, well, he's he's sort of the epitome of a narcissistic serial killer. So just the the psychology of it alone was so interesting. Watching that and watching Mm. that go down, but again, the 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 footage is a little rough. and And he was always referencing movies, and he used movies as a way for like people to figure shit out yeah he was certainly playing the game that yeah. was what was most interesting was that he was inviting people to figure this out um so yeah it's just just uh nuts, be nuts warned on. but it is it is in, it's it's even in the uh in the trailer so if you kind of want to if you're like i don't know if i want to dive into this yeah just watch the trailer because they're going to show that scene in the trailer and then just know that they're going to show that scene pretty much every 20 seconds for some reason <laughs> so seriously so yeah, so that I, I recommended. I thought it was really good, but mm. proceed with caution. Um, another another bit of of news that I'm just going to throw out there that we've you know we've throw it out. We've there. talked about Scorsese and all that the past couple of episodes since Thanksgiving because of the Irishman and stuff. But so Scorsese made a claim that he feels that Robert De Niro is the best actor of this generation or of okay. of his time. I think okay. And I just think that's adorable yeah. <laughs> because it's it's so wrong. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's his baby, you know, that's his but baby. I don't understand how you can work with Leonardo DiCaprio in several films where he's played completely different characters. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas De Niro in Scorsese's films has played the same fucking character yeah. every single time. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. Whatever. It just, I was just like, we're just what's... not privy to his genius. We just don't, we're not on his level. I don't think, I think Robert De Niro knows that Robert De Niro is not the best actor of this time. <laughs> so it just, the claim was just 
kind of interesting to me. I, yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Having said that, there's a new, uh, there's a new trailer that came out with Pacino, mm-hmm. who again, I, I kind of don't get. And it, it Ooh. looks like it might be the most interesting in terms of um, variety and character development because mm-hmm. he's usually De Niro, uh, De Niro Pacino in everything, and yeah. he has uh, an accent in this. I think he's, uh, I think it's, it's based on a true story, and I can't, I don't know why I can't find the name, the the damn title to it. Hunters, I think it is. I think it's called Hunters. Okay, and um, it's. I guess he's he's playing a Jewish Nazi hunter, unless he's a German Nazi hunter as well. Mm. I don't I don't know, but it's ba- it's loosely based on a true story of like the, of these Nazis that come out into civilization many years later and mm. are are getting bumped off, yeah, if you will, bumped off. And I noticed in the trailer that he. You know, so he had a character and I was like, mm. oh my God, you know, Pacino's got a character. Like, yeah. This is interesting. So I don't know. Maybe this will be the one. Maybe. Took long enough. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds so bitchy and catty. Someone's like, yeah, because you're such a fucking great actor. But it, I just, I just think when you're going to, when you're going to throw something like best actors and classic best act, it's just like, well, you got to, you got to give me character development. You got to give me variety. You yeah. have to have that. Not to mention it's all subjective anyway. It is subjective, but I just, I think even with it being subjective, if you have any interest in film, if you just like watching films in any way, shape or form, you, you can obviously sit down and watch a performance and say, well, this person gives me pretty much the same thing all the time. That doesn't mean that they're not entertaining in what they do and mm-hmm. playing that character. But to say that that person is the best actor, well, that doesn't make any sense because yeah, that that We all range, know Meryl Streep is the best actor. That, right? <laughs> People will argue yeah. that too. There's people that hate Meryl Streep. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, Meryl Streep, like, I don't think Meryl Streep is the greatest actor ever. Mm-hmm. I think she's amazing. She's yeah. fucking great. Don't get me wrong. But there's, it's, it's almost, it's like dating. You know what I mean? Where someone is obviously attractive. You're like, well, that person's obviously attractive. But do they have the whole package? I, I guess I, I don't follow. Well, like Meryl Streep is. Do you need more Meryl than attraction Streep, to date somebody? Meryl Streep is the attraction, confused. right? When you look at Meryl Streep, like she's obvious, she has range, she has depth because she's mm-hmm. a great actor. This, that's it. Mm-hmm. But something about Meryl Streep, and I could be totally wrong, and I probably am, but she looks one hundred percent completely unapproachable to me. Right. Like I'd th- you know, if you think of it as an actor on set, I would not even want to go fucking talk to her because I'd feel like she'd be like, don't even this air right here. Don't even come into it. Yeah. And I could be wrong, but she has this way yeah. about her that. This air and so it takes almost. it starts to take away almost mm-hmm. because you're like that person's completely unapproachable. Then there's actors that are probably that come off as approachable that can be total assholes. I mean, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't know. You never know. You never know. But there's just like a certain I don't know. There's an air that yeah. that comes with it, and and so she is like, yeah, acting. Yeah, I know she can play whatever character you give her. Like she's amazing, but then she she looks so unapproachable. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Robert De Niro, I did actually meet as a child, and he was completely unapproachable. By the way, yeah. just BT Dubs yeah. when they filmed a Bronx Tale that was all filmed in Queens, ironically, or yeah. mostly in Queens because where we lived in Astoria looked the way the Bronx did at that time mm-hmm. still. And I remember when they had trailers all over the place and. You couldn't go down certain blocks and this and that. And so his trailer was there. And I guess there was this crowd. I figured, out, you know, that was De Niro's trailer. And we were like kids, you know, like all trying to like meet Robert De Niro. And he was like, fuck off, mm. sort of. <laughs> he 
he would not like he was having none of it. Like he didn't want to talk to any of you, nothing. Bobby D. So it was like ever since then I was like, You're classic dick. Bobby D. <laughs> dick. I don't know, maybe he was having a bad day, who knows? But yeah. So that that was just my a little tangent on that. I'm interested yeah. to see this Hunter's movie. It looks kind of interesting. It yeah. should be interesting. Um, we'll report back. We'll report back. We we have our tickets for 1917. Mm-hmm. Friday. Very excited. Mm-hmm. So if I don't develop typhoid fever or something crazy before then, break my arm or yeah. I don't know. You can go to the movies with a broken arm. It's fine. It depends. I mean, not, not, not with a lot of... It depends on the break. If this is like a compound break, I'm mm-hmm. going to need lots of heavy meds and I can't. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that one. And it's in the fancy theater. We had talked about this in the last episode. And I was like, I don't know if they're going to push Star Wars out to do do this. They did. But here's what they did. They're showing this film at limited times. This is not because I was looking for the first show. I was looking for a matinee. Does not exist because they're giving Star Wars like the beginning. Most Uh. people have seen it. So they're giving Star Wars like up until 4 p.m. And then they're like, all right, we'll put another movie in here for two hours yeah, (laughs) or four hours. We'll do two shows and then we'll throw Star Wars back in. So we don't, we're kind of like an elderly couple when it comes to movies. I don't like dealing with crowds. I don't like dealing with after work crowds and like Friday night, Saturday night couldn't pay me enough. Mm -hmm. We've done it a couple of times. We did it with Joker because we wanted to go with Brandon and Becky and, you know, they work. So, yeah. So they were like, but it would have to be after work. And so because that was reserved seating and it's not as big of a deal because you don't have to worry about like, are we going to find a seat? I mean, you know, your yeah. seat is yours. You've paid for it, whatever. But this, I just didn't want to do it. And it's, I've, I'm assuming it's going to be a long movie. So it's like, I don't want to be in the theater for yeah. close to three hours or whatever it is yeah. at eight o'clock at night. Yeah, I, I, to I can't quote see Will Truman, in, I've been in my pajamas for four hours by 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll have been in bed by f- four hours already. I've been in bed for four hours by then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It looks awesome. I'm excited. It's, I'm it's really getting excited good, about it. It's getting good buzz. Yeah. It better be good. Roger Deakins, you can't go wrong. Yeah. So another show, another show that we watched mm-hmm. is uh, Criminal. Criminal. <laughs> there is a person in my life who I'm not going to name, who cannot say that word. They say crinimal. They say crinimal. And I hear it so often that I've... You almost say it. I've almost become incapable of saying criminal properly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I keep saying crinimal. And it's driving me freaking crazy. Netflix. Synonyms. (laughs) Synonyms. So there was... I I saw... I kind of saw this in passing. I didn't see trailers or anything for this. I just sort of saw it. I saw it in passing and I noticed, okay, well, this all has... It has the same title and it has the same poster type look and feel and and greeting and all this. So I was like, this is obviously all connected. And I decided to to watch a trailer to it before we had the new Apple TV. So I had to go on my phone and go on YouTube and look for the trailer. And it was right up my alley. It's European. Mm -hmm. And we all know... Just when it comes to grading cinematography, like they're in, they got it. They mm-hmm. just, they've got the gold medal. And so I was like, I have, I've just look wise, this is up my alley. Yeah. And then I noticed that there was a bit of a gimmick. So I kind of wish that I didn't know about the gimmick yeah. and had just gone in. But so I'll ruin it for all of you since it was ruined for me. <laughs> the gimmick is that it's all filmed in one location. Yeah. So it goes through countries. I believe there's UK. Spain, Germany, there might be another one. I think there's four. France. France. Yes. So they're all filmed. I'm assuming 
I don't know if they all have their own police headquarters or it's if they're an interrogation all interrogation room. Yeah, yeah, but. It wouldn't make sense that they, that Germany would be interrogating in the UK room. That doesn't right. make sense. I'm, so sure I'm assuming they, changed, they have. I know their they own. use the same set, but I'm sure they changed it. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're all yeah. the, the the entire episode is filmed in pretty much three locations in the in the same place. So it's the interrogation room, mm-hmm. the room to the other side of the interrogation yeah, room on the other the side glass. of the glass, and then their hallway, basically, yeah. so hallway, stairway, elevator, vending machine section, yeah. and um, so. I was immediately intrigued by this because we the the biggest bane of our existence with filming is always locations and funding for locations. We could never afford a fucking movie set, like a set to be built or to film yeah. on a, a in a studio. It's never happening. So that I was sort of intrigued by that because I love this kind of shit. It forces you to focus on story and performance, which mm. is what a film should be about. To me, locations are the 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 sprinkles yeah, on the Sunday. Right. It's nice, especially mm-hmm. when you have a beautiful location, when you film a film like like Shutter Island, you know, which is it's this whole this mental institution and the grounds are beautiful. And part of it is green screened and all that stuff, mm-hmm. of course. But part of it was actually filmed on location because I went I found that location mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to I'm going to visit this place before they tear it down because they're they're um, I think it's Medford mass it, they're they're due to turn it into condors or some shit so i was yeah. like we have to go see these grounds before they they turn it. and you can legally walk on it mm-hmm. and it was so weird to be walking around and being like oh my god i could see like this was shutter island yeah. here and it, of it's, course it's like completely dilapidated now well not com- i mean the buildings <sighs> are intact but the problem is that when you go there you're like oh well, I can see the architecture, I guess. But when they when they were filming there, obviously they brought in um, uh, set dressing, yeah. and so they had people add grass to where there wasn't grass yeah, and foliage, and they you know they had all of this stuff put in, so uh-huh. it looks like it's functioning and nice at that time. But you could still look at the buildings and be like, "Whoa, I can totally see where this was filmed." So I enjoy this. I enjoy the fact that they were like, "Let's just focus on this room because." It's not what's happening. It's not the the look of the room. It's what's happening in the room that's mm. important. So I really liked that. Yeah, I thought that was good. And and I liked. I don't know if this is a theme with all the other countries, but I liked that it was the same director for all three episodes. Yeah, I don't know how it works with the other ones. I don't. But there know. are some great performances for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So you had David Tennant. You had Haley Atwell, and then I don't remember the name of the third. I don't know person. that he's very known. Yeah. He's in the, the the new Dracula that Netflix has made yeah. as well. Um, so here's the thing. Oh boy. Here's the thing. Well, here's it's totally it's watchable. It's three episodes, and I think they're like forty five minutes. Yeah, they're not forty fair. minutes, or yeah. I, I don't know something like that. So it's you could easily get this done, mm-hmm. and that's what I loved about it. So we we've watched UK. We'll go to another country next, mm-hmm. and we'll go through them as the weeks progress. But I liked that they had the same director. It kept the same feel, yeah. mood going. Because that, as we know, this, this is what happens. You have different visions, different directors come in. And you're like, that was completely different from the other one. Mm-hmm. It would have worked still, right? Because they're different cases. But I just like that they kept the same uh, director. And um, I should probably get that director's name. <laughs> it would be helpful. John Smith. John Smith. Uh, no. Smith, not Smith, dear. Smith, not Smith, dear. So... It, uh, it was directed by, any minute now, Jim Field Smith. And he was one of the writers and creators. Jim Smith, well, not John Smith. And George K was also a creator, writer. So 
That that I like that they did that. Yeah. I then they jump all it's over. It's basically the place. a long movie, you know, that's in one place. Yeah, yeah. You well, know? three different stories that have nothing to do but with one the, another. But yeah. it's a really tricky challenge in that you have you're basically in that room for almost three oh, hours. Same director for all countries. Oh, okay. BT Dub. So this that that'll be interesting because it'll have probably the same mood. Yeah. With different actors. But you know, you have you have almost three hours of content in these this one location and how do you make that not boring in terms of shot selection? Good writing and performances. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, as important as your shot selection is, if your performance and your story is good, you can forgive. People like us will notice it. Mm-hmm. But the average watcher, yeah. <laughs> viewer that is not in film and doesn't make films, they're not going to go like, you know what I was missing? Shot selection. Well, not just that, but it's 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 shots like, because that's the thing is you don't you don't want to overthink it either. You don't want to be like, well, we're in this room, so I better think of a ton of shots because it's going to get boring quick. And it's like, no. And then you get into the edit and you have to know when to sit on a shot, when to when cut to, to cut. your, you know, if you have an abstract shot for artistic reasons mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, when to, when or if to cut to that one and, you know. They had these, they, but they they were they were. Um, I can gar- almost guarantee that was probably they had multiple cameras because you have one performance and you have and you all have these different angles to contest with. Well, just, yeah, but that's only on a couple shots if you're shooting that direction. But you know, um, you, you 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 line up your main shot and then you you kind of light and you get as many angles as you can, uh, you know, for that one take. And then you know that that is, would be like a huge time saver. So I'm, I can almost guarantee they did that. I think it was just really beautifully done. I don't know what they filmed on, but it the, it was just really the grading was nice. Everything was just really well done, and the the way they sat on the shots, there was never a point where I was bored. Mm. I never thought like, oh, you know, here we go again with this yeah. this angle or whatever. I mean, and and one of them, they actually had it as where the the actor was looking directly at the camera, and then it was a slow pull, mm-hmm. and that was a nice shot as well. They were very creative with that. Mm-hmm. You don't have a whole lot of options there. So I thought they did a great job. But for me, it was the writing and the performances, specifically episode two, Haley Atwell. Mm -hmm. For me, she's always the Black Mirror girl. I know Mm -hmm. that she does one of the, that's like a Marvel show or Mm -hmm. she had a Marvel show that she, that she was doing, but I'd never really watched a lot of her stuff. I remembered her. She was in one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror. So that's why I always remembered her face. And so I saw her and I remember I said, is that what's her name? Then I looked up. I'm like, yep, that's her. And she gave like the performance of her career for me. Maybe she would slap me in the face for that. I don't Mm. know because I haven't seen all her other stuff. But to me, so she plays a girl that's, um, I think it's it's an East East End accent in... Andrew told me and I, and I forgot already. Um, I think it's kind of like an Essex type accent, you know, different, there's different dialects in in the UK and, and it's a, it's a very noticeable accent and it's an accent that um, is normally much stronger. You can't understand a fucking thing they're saying. If she were to have put that on a hundred percent as Americans would have been like, what the hell just that would have needed subtitles. There's no way because it's very strong. So she kind of toned it back and um, because she she's, I think, from London, so she has more of a poshy accent mm-hmm. naturally, and she put this accent on, and it's just, her performance was so freaking natural, mm-hmm. and she kept doing, so she had these these acrylics on her on her nails and she she it was a, a character choice. It had to be because the stuff I've seen her and she didn't do this, but when you don't wear acrylics, 
you're, you use your hands a lot. I've only put them on once. I've had them put, and I think I took them off the same day. I went back to the to yeah. nail salon. I was like, get these off. <laughs> I couldn't deal with it. And so her character had this very handsy way of talking. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, everything from the, what she was wearing, she had, you know, dye in her hair mm-hmm. and, you know, um, they did a good, and they did a good job with all the characters, all three of, for all three of the, the uh, episodes where, you know, I mean, just the, it's all part of production design and, and, and all that stuff. And, you know, uh, even David Tennant's character, you know, making him no look. Comment. No, no comment. No um, comment. And, uh, yeah, they, so it really, because like you said, it took you a, a minute to even recognize her, you know? Like you knew who it was, but it wasn't like she's wearing the I same. Knew, I mean, I knew her face. I was yeah. like, I... It, I was, I felt like it was her, but I thought she's so like grungy and down, yeah. you know, just dressed down. And, yeah. but I was like, yep, that's her. And I, I am interested to watch her stuff now because mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. That was really, they all did really well, but that was the episode that, that I was watching as an actor, mm-hmm. that I was sitting there, like taking mental notes as an yeah. actor, like, oh, that's Brill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Brill. Oh, that's Brill. And it just, just the subtleties that um, it's things are ruined for us when we watch stuff because you, you know you watch stuff as a director and as a DP and mm-hmm. I watch stuff as a writer and as an actor and you start tearing things down you know but I wanted to see so much more of her character I loved yeah. the way she played that character yeah I was I was just so impressed and jealous yeah <laughs> it was like, really good I want to be able to play a character that well one day yeah that uh, yeah me too organically. I want you to be able to play a character that I good know, one right? day. <laughs> I want you to actually give a good performance for once. Yeah. So I'm excited to see the other ones now, especially now that I literally just found out that it's by the same director and writer because yeah. now I'm like, oh, 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 it's going to be good. Yeah. So this is interesting. But I, again, I wish I had seen it without the, the gimmick, knowing about the gimmick, because I wonder if I would have realized that we weren't really moving from locations. Hmm. I'm, I know we would have been like, wait a minute, we haven't left the station. But I, I think that if you're watching it and you don't know that, you may not even realize that Let you're in there as long as you are in the same place. Yeah. Because it's just, you're, the story is so compelling and the performance is so compelling that you're just paying attention to where the story is going because it's yeah. interrogation. You're not really paying attention to the fact that they don't step outside. Yeah. They don't go, they had, there's they no had exterior. One, they had one shot where... Um, it shows like a cityscape. And yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. quick. And yeah. then it pulls back and it's just shooting out the window. Yeah, yeah. The same. I was like, oh, you. You bastards. Sneaky fucker. <laughs> sneaky fucker, don't you think? So I, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, it was we quick. got three more countries to go through. Yeah. Good luck trying to find time for that. Well, this didn't take very long. Yeah. We did not uh, divulge in um, Servant. We still have to watch that. That episode, this oh, episode. Yeah, yeah. I think there's two. This is one of two, maybe yeah. two or three more. I don't, know. I don't know. There might be one more or two more. I've been so busy. But that's it. Dealing with PC problems. <sighs> yeah. Son yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, shout outs, extra special shout out to Perry, who. <laughs> Here we go again. When we yeah. text, we're like, our computer's not working. And he's yeah, like, he, I'm at work he, dealing with this shit that I get paid for doing. Yeah. Let me walk your dumb asses through it. Yeah. Sorry. Fun times. We love you, Barry. And uh, Steady Geekin, Reality Bomb Comic Cast, uh, Not Up For Debate, The Peeps Who Listen, mm-hmm. you know, because you're cool too. And we like you. Mostly. Yeah. Hey, give us give us a holler. Say hi on the Instagram. 
you know, go grill film. Does a dollar make you holler? Yeah, give us a dollar. (laughs) You did that just flew over your head at warp speed. So next week we will obviously be talking about 1917. Yeah, possibly through the entire episode if it's as good as I think it's going to be. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know. I don't know. It should be exciting. Actually, hopefully you'll hear from us next week because it would mean that our computer is still working. And if you don't, I'm going to be so angry because we're going to, I don't know, we're going to have to go to somebody else's podcast studio and record <laughs> Yeah. because we're going to have to get, we have to talk about this film. Yeah. Damn it. I don't think your laptop would melt if we tried to. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. Like, wow, the quality. It's interesting that they're talking about how this film was the most beautifully cinematic thing they've ever seen and this is the worst sounding episode ever yeah. it sounds like they're filming in their bathroom yeah that's because we had to film another laptop whatever record it we'll see keep your fingers crossed if you're wildly obscenely rich and you want to just throw us over some some monies then you know contact us we we'll to, give you our paypal you know, yeah. and you can you can make our dreams come true who are we to snub our nose also like but at side note and on a serious note there's some fucked up shit going on off in australia right now mm. uh so actually if you do have extra money you should probably be putting it over there yeah and not to us uh because oh my god the yeah. entire country is practically on fire and yeah. it's uh insane. it's just insane i can't wrap my mind around billions of animals yeah dying you know when you hear that number you're like no wait wait a minute wait a minute okay billions, wait a minute yeah. like billions of animals have died mm-hmm. billions and just how many acres i can't even it's it's far surpassed what happened in california at this point mm-hmm. uh, and it's still going and this summer's just started so that's fucking crazy yeah the earth <sighs> is on fucking fire it literally is this is what i refer to as the recycling system yeah. the earth does like because we had the dinosaurs and everything and mm-hmm. it just went like boom you're done and then it comes back it cleans itself out mm-hmm. and it's the uh, beginning of the end <sighs> We're all going to die. Uh, <laughs> it's just, yay. Let's just bring that all up. Let's just yeah. end it on a high note. Yeah. And so tune in next week. Let's tune in next week <laughs> when Armageddon hits. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so hopefully, hopefully by next week, there's been some type of shift. Yeah. And there's been torrential rain or something that's happened to at least stifle what's what's going on there. But there's tons of places that you can donate. Do research that first. I'm always so weary about that. Yeah. I, where, how, who is setting this up? Where is this money actually going? So do do your homework and stuff. But um, yeah. I'm going to send some good juju. I don't. We don't do thoughts and prayers because we're heathens and atheists. But we're going to send good. Good jujis. Good vibes. Good. We could still send good thoughts, thoughts, but they don't do much. Let's just be yeah. honest here. I mean, and what is that doing? I'm thinking about how I wish things were better for you. Great. Yeah. My lungs aren't on fire anymore. Thank you for that. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's well, it's the intent as well, and we get that. Mm-hmm. But if you have the means, do your research and help out, and and uh, you know, we hope shit gets better over there. Yes, it really sucks. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being my Me. co-host. Thank you. <laughs> I got my I official first that. thank you yep. as a co-host. You did a good job today. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week or you'll hear from us or whatever. Okay, bye. Bye.